The city of Charleston in South Carolina is surrounded by rivers. The city has a long relationship with water, which is always being tested. They have experienced more than a foot of sea level rise in the past hundred years, but half of this occurred in the last 20 years. Just every time that it floods, we're out in those favorite spots taking a look at it, and we're seeing that it's really accelerating. On top of that, we've had this change in weather patterns caused by the changing climate that have increased the intensity of the rainstorms. And so they really do exceed, a lot of times, the engineered solutions to be able to handle with those rainstorms. This is Mark Wilbur, Chief Resilience Officer at the city of Charleston. He's seen firsthand the effects of changing weather and tidal patterns. These increasing high tides, they're getting higher and higher. They're beginning to impact us. So, you know, we used to get like 20 high tides that would impact us just four or five years ago. We hit 50 last year that are leaving anywhere between an inch to six inches of water on the roads. Well, that in and of itself requires us in many cases to close the road which means you're diverting traffic, which means traffic is backed up, it's impacting businesses, employers. So how do we deal with that, right? Um, good example is uh, the day after Thanksgiving in 2018. It was just supposed to be a, a, you know, a, a higher than normal tide. And for a whole variety of meteorological reasons, it decided to come in and set a record in terms of the tide. It was in the top 10 of the high tides we've had and it just covered the city in the low areas in water. That's gonna be a problem going forward. The prediction is by 2040, we can see you know one to six inches of water on the roads 180 times a year. That's a lot of flooding. That's, these are real roads. These are the roads that people use to commute. Now, can you drive through an inch of water? Sure you can. Can you drive through six inches of water? Probably not. Mark is a gregarious guy who's been working hard to make the city of Charleston a more resilient place to live. So what does resilience really mean to him and what is the biggest challenge? Resilience means creating a community that is strong, that's uh, connected, that is ready to take any kind of stress that may be delivered to it. And even though you're not gonna survive every stress, when you are a good, strong, resilient community, you're ready to bounce back a little quicker. I think the biggest challenge I'd say that we have with the community, and it's probably a misconception, is that one, this is something that can be fixed. I don't subscribe that you can fix it because you build a new system. I mean, Mother Nature can always throw something at you that's even more intense or you know, a higher tide than you last experience. So what we really have the opportunity to do is adapt to it. This is a perfect example, really. So three years ago, if you would have talked about people in our historic district here in Charleston, we have a very strong historic district. People of the historic district that take a great amount of pride. The city takes a great amount of pride in being a, a historical city. Uh, it drives a lot of our economy around tourism. Three years ago, if you would have started talking to people about raising homes in that historic district, people would have said it will never happen. We've got a number of homes right now that are already raised, some four feet for one house went seven feet to get to the FEMA flood standard. As early as 1837, the city recognized the need for better drainage solutions to help with flooding. The issue was so important to Charleston 
that Mayor Henry Pickney offered a $100 gold medal to anyone who could develop a solution. Unfortunately, the problem was never solved and the medal was never awarded. Collaborating with others, deciding what areas to protect, and ultimately learning to live with water really defined the future of the city of Charleston and other coastal cities. And unfortunately, it's a battle with no medals. As unique and as appealing as we are, how do we preserve that? And then maybe we have to adapt and maybe there's places where we we have to say, you know what, maybe Mother Nature gets this back and we, we move inland a little bit or move out of this area, this low-lying area a little bit, and, and maybe we, don't, we shouldn't be living there. Maybe we shouldn't have been living there in the beginning. I, I use three words, armor, adapt, and abandon. The biggest area we'd like to focus on is adaptation and getting it right. <laughs>